Man, the chicas, they're for fun. I probably scar her heart for life. That's too bad. I come into the WWF. Not for fun. You step into the ring with Reza Ramon. It's strictly business, Chico. I'm not going to scar your heart. Oh, no. I'm going to scar your soul. I am Razor Ramon. El Jefe. What's up, guys? This is Trey. This is the Pop Fizz Click Podcast. Hey, Matt, what's up? How you doing? What's up, Trey? I'm doing good, man. Um, it's crazy. First of all, I want to you know, talk about giant elephants that are in the room. We're in a new studio. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is going to be home, va- home base for a while. Yeah, it's going to be home base. Wait, no, don't bring your kids here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, hopefully this is where we're going to bring everybody in and like record and do everything here. No sleep studio. So... Hopefully this is our you know our place. We're not gonna move too far. Um, I'm sitting around the table with a couple guys. I got Matt here with me, of course. But also, hey Matt, why don't you introduce who's with us right now? We got that boy Chop. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's Chop the father. And we got that boy AB. Yo, what up? What up, man? It's AB. So this is tight. Um, this is uh, I, I kind of alluded to this a while back on uh, Instagram, saying that hey, uh, maybe we should get the rest of the golden rule. <laughs> On the podcast Today is that day So <laughs> Both you guys are Listed on the project It's super dope Um <laughs> I, I try to post your guy, uh, Your songs uh, Fucking uh, I, I did uh, AVs with some video game shit I did And I was like That shit's tight yeah, Matter of fact yours, yours is the one I was fucking with The stem player with um, But oh, also yeah I've seen that yeah, That's that, pretty cool Yeah that, that shit was, was tight I was like Oh <laughs> it's dope That was real dope uh, Chav I like your track too uh, <laughs> I, I love the way that the, the way it ends And it has his last song onto it It's amazing but um, yeah, so you guys are here kicking it with us. That's dope. So you bought a fucking stem player. Let's 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 talk about that elephant. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> you fucking Kanye stand. You bought a stem yeah, how, player. How did you lead? That's just like two hundred bucks, isn't it? Where'd you find the two hundred dollars in your budget to buy that stem player? Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm just saying that uh, I, I I had some money that came into my a, a thing, <laughs> and uh, they opened up some uh, you know things, and I was like. I am a nerdy Kanye nerd. I guess I gotta go fucking buy a stem player. It's dope as shit. If I if I if I bring it, I let you guys play with it. You'd be like, oh, this shit's cool. Yeah, hey, I was now, what, now, now, really close to buying one. I, <laughs> I was like, man, I can't see myself. It, look, it looks book. really cool. Besides the whole the two hundred dollar thing, right? Besides the whole just to listen to that album, the the device itself, it's awesome. Device. Well, to me, like that's the investment. Like the fuck around with music. Like you can you literally could hook it up and be like, hey, check it out. I'm, I'm remaking mixing shit on the fly once you start uh, uh, figuring it out and doing all kinds of cool shit with it you're like oh damn wait so it like the extra album is cool but it like to me they're trying to do something else besides just you know Donda 2 um, and, and then to be honest Donda 2 is not even complete like it's like his it's Kanye's ultimate just, dream of doing a it's just a bunch of stems well it, it, it has com- vocals on there yeah but. yeah yeah it, it has tracks onto it but like this is like his version of a 
an in-process album of something that he's been wanting to do yeah. since before Life of Pablo. So, like, it, this is going to be, th- this album's going to be finished in a few months, I'll be willing to bet you. And then after it's finished, he's going to be like, all right, put it on streaming. Yeah, it's a great money move. First off, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think that's just pretty cool to be able to because I think he actually turned in Life of Pablo to streaming services and it wasn't complete. So now he made a whole fucking streaming device to like do that. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's kind of crazy because like a lot of people they kind of they kind of shit on it. Well, it's not a complete album. It's like, well, that's kind of the idea. That's the fucking point. Like, yeah, yeah, you, like you you're listening to a piece of art as it gets made into whatever it's going to turn into. Yeah, that's it's that's it's cool to me. Like to me, I think that see that's kind of yeah. what it is. Like I, I'm a you know I'm a, I talk about it on this podcast a lot. I'm a big provocateur of art. You know, whether that's painting, if that's music, or like whatever. Like I'm just love shit like that. Yeah. So like to have like a peek in. I think that's dope. But, you know, I digress. I am a fucking Kanye nerd. Is Matt. it, is it, e- <laughs> is it easy to use? Um, yes, it is. It's super easy to use. But it doesn't come with real instructions. Like, it's digital, so you can look it up. But, like, it's kind of made where, like, you get it, and you learn more about it by fucking with it. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm doing this now. And you're like, oh, shit, that's a tight loop. Oh, cool. Oh, fuck, I can add this? Okay, let me do it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, damn, I just remixed this song on accident. And then you realize you can record stuff, and then you can start putting stuff in together. Yeah, I was actually unaware you can play different music. I thought it was just Donda 2. You know what I mean? Okay, so this is... <laughs> this is a crazy thing Could that I, that that'd probably be the last thing I talk about <laughs> before we move on. But I don't like... The legality of it is interesting to me because... At first, I thought it was like you had to own all the tracks, like a MP3 player, right? Or like whatever. No, dude, you can go into the stem player, hook it up onto the website. Everything works with the website, so you don't need extra software. You just plug it in, and then you can go plug in any fucking YouTube link. Pretty much, if it's streaming and it leaves a link, you can go plug it in, and it will download it and break it into four stems for you. That's bad. Can you go break down the stems for Chocolate Rain? <laughs> You know what? I'll do that just for you. <laughs> that Tay <Tezande> banger. <laughs> well, it was funny because I asked you, like, hey, can I get the MP3s? And then I was like, this shit, it can't be this simple. Like, there's no way it can't be this that, that simple. And so, like, one of the first things I did, I went to go look up a Golden Rule on YouTube. And I was like, I'm going to throw this entire thing on there see if it works. Which everybody should do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go, go give them extra streams for Golden Rule. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I threw it on there. And then, yeah, I started fucking around with the tracks on Golden Rule on this day player and the shit was dope it was it was fucking cool um the, the only uh thing is this like when it depends on how it's uploaded on youtube so like the less quality it is the less quality you'll have on the stem player but like uh like for instance like if it has vocals that are on a loop it'll confuse those vocals with mm. regular backing vocals but if they uploaded them like in a high quality stream it won't do that oh. but uh, anyway let's get into the weeds it's cool I digress. <laughs> well, thank, well, thank you for being our guest today, Trey. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Sweet. Ooh. Chocolate rain type beat incoming. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to do a Tazon Day type beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please. <laughs> Wait, we need a Tazon D. Wait. Tazon D? Is that his name? What the fuck is his name? Tazon Day. Tazon Day? Yeah. He's like Zendaya's brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would appreciate it if she was... His brother, because that would be great. Like, I, I want to see like the Spider-Man 
<laughs> collab with fucking Chocolate Rain. <laughs> Imagine that. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Wait, can we? we the hero, first, right? The hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. See what you want, man. The, he- cool. the hero we didn't know we needed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what made the, like that's how crazy my head goes. Like especially with movies. Like man, okay. Everybody knows who listens to this podcast. Yeah, Trey loves movies. Chop, I heard you. You like movies too. Oh yeah, I'm a big movie buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I'm always, like I'm, well, I'm in the midst of writing a bunch of movies with Matt. And like, but like, ideas just pop up my head like super quickly. Like, like yesterday, right? I went to go eat at a what is it? Mia? It's like one of these super kitschy country places where like white folks go, but the food's good. So I was like, okay, well, you know, it's not Mexican food, but whatever. So like, I went to go eat there, and there was this uh, family sitting across the way from us, and it was obviously a family, and then like one of their friends, and uh, one of the kids was like, uh, what, what's a, white? <laughs> What's the proper way to say this? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what word he was on the for. spectrum. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Y'all were unaware. Y'all were y'all were unaware of. Okay, I see what you mean. But yeah. then, like, uh, he was all like talking. Oh yeah, I know all the planets and blah blah blah. And I was like, they had this fucking kid like a gopher, <laughs> like whatever. And I'm all like, golly, jeez. You should have fucking shitty. tested him. All right, you know all the planets, motherfucker. And just gave him like this pop quiz right there. Ooh, I'm a jam if he says Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> well, like okay, see I'm now I hit him right on the mouth if he says Pluto. Now, now Wrong. You, now, now you already see what I'm thinking because like in my in my head I'm like, man, I should go to this kid and be like, hey. Can y'all quit treating me like a fucking clown? <laughs> like I'm not here for your amusement. <laughs> and then like later, like later, that it spawned into my head of been like, man, what if there was a motherfucker that went and did that? And he saw that and he was like, don't listen to them. Fuck these people. They don't, they, they don't have to treat you this fucking badly. And then all of a sudden, like I had a whole idea for like a like a script and like just a whole narrative about somebody else seeing what I saw and like having some dickhead go and talk to him about it. And like to me, like a lot of my ideas just spawn out of like a dumb, stupid ass thought that I had. You know what I mean? And um, that's kind of like where I want to go with, with scripts. I know it's like it just to me, it's just like a bunch of storytelling. You had, uh, talking about scripts. Uh, that's one thing that I found out that Chop did was he he likes to he likes movies uh, and read scripts and he wants to write some stuff too. Yeah, no, I actually own a lot of screenplays. I've actually been reading a lot of screenplays. Uh, it's kind of just it's interesting to see how the differences between directors. Like, I've read Tarantino. I've read Christopher Nolan. and They each have a different way of doing it. It's all the same thing, but it's just really just, it's nice to see, like, what it was before it jumped on screen. And well, well, like, that's part of the vision, right? Like, it's crazy when you go read a script because it's how much not there. Yeah. And then, like, um, some, like, matter of fact, like, even uh, actors' interpretation, right? Like, you may go see how they put out a line or whatever, and then that's not the way it was written in the script, but that's the way they understood it. And so, like, they may, like, spit out a line that, that's different or just, like, different stuff like that. Like, to me, that's so fascinating how people yeah, then, will take something that's just written on a page and just deliver it. And then a lot of the best lines from like movies are improvised. Like I know Samuel Jackson when he's going off on that dude about the about the cheeseburger, all that was off the top of the dome. Yeah. Yeah, and Tarantino lets his actors, you know, work. If they start doing something and he likes it but it's not on the script, he's going to let it go. So you made me think of two different things, specifically about Tarantino and like shit that I know me and Matt like I know Tarantino writes a lot of his scenes to music. Like, there's scenes that 
uh, for instance, I told Matt, I told you about this, Matt, was about um, Reservoir Dogs. When I hear yeah. Stuck in the Middle with You and Mr. Uh, what is that, Mr. Blonde? And uh, I can't hear that song and not think of that scene. No, you can't. Like, like, and to me, like that, he does scenes so well, like that. That's like so amazing. Um, and, like, and just nonchalantly cutting somebody's ear off. Yeah, I was about to ask, is that, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, is exactly. that the razor blade scene? Yeah. Yes, How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I can't hear that song and not think of that scene. I'm mm-hmm. like, to me, it's it's iconic now. Or, or the fucking goodbye horses with the fucking dude from Hannibal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Tucking his cock between his legs and prancing around in front of the mirror. Another one I was gonna say. <laughs> that's the scene you think. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, the other one I was gonna think of is uh, what is it? Uh, golly, what's the name of that movie? It's the Rob Zombie one, the one where uh, Three from Hell. Is, wait, Three from Hell? No, no, no. That's that the second one. The third one. That's the third one. Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. That one at the very end where they're going, when they're running from the cops and they're playing Freebird. Like to me, that's very iconic too. It's like it fits so perfectly with that song. Well, when I, when I, since I never really watched the Devil's Rejects, like the House of a Thousand Corpses stuff, but. Every time I hear Freebird, I think about that fucking bitch Jenny about to, <laughs> about to jump off the fucking uh, oh. balcony and Forrest Gump. God damn it, we're gonna bring this up again. Jenny, Jenny was the villain of that movie. She was. She was the fucking villain. And Trey will argue that she wasn't. The same way I feel about Jenny's, how I feel about Pam from The Office. They're the villains of that show. I believe in love. <laughs> Jenny's the villain of that movie, bro. Out here getting clapped, got AIDS from somebody else. <laughs> got clapped. Died and left him with a child that wasn't his. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you think his kid was smarter than him? It's not even his kid. Ooh, no, 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 oh, oh. Yeah, she just named him that so she he could feel him. fucking sorry. So she, he. Because this deadbeat that knocked her up is not going to take care of this child. This deadbeat. But she's like, you know who will? Forrest. Forrest got him. Can we make our own fan fiction about it and say she got knocked up by Lieutenant Dan? Because he was a hard-ass motherfucker. (laughs) Lieutenant Dan's probably my favorite character in that movie. Yeah, she started a Reddit page. She's like top five villains. (laughs) Top five movie villains of all time. It's all Thanos, Jenny, the Joker, (laughs) Hannibal Lecter, Pam from the office and Bam fucking Jenny. The office. <laughs> yeah, that rounds up the top five. Famine. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> damn. I like that. That, that, that. That's awesome. I'm glad people agree that Jenny is a fucking villain. You're a villain. Man. Straight villain. It's all right, Forrest. I got your back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're talking about like going back to like iconic lines. Like some. Of the, yeah, you're right. Some of the best ones are improvised. Like uh, you've seen Fight Club. There, yeah. there, there's a part where he's all like, he, he, uh, where Edward Norton's all waving the that 45. It's like, I'll shoot all of you motherfuckers. I'll give you, I'll make you eat a lead salad. <laughs> and like, he's all going crazy. That whole part was improvised. And like, when they did it, the whole like, everyone was cracking up, laughing. And they're like, do that again. And they kept it in the movie. You know what I mean? So like, there's shit like that's just awesome. Or like, uh, going back to what you're talking about, in Dark Knight. The whole part where Joker starts clapping when the. Gordon's yeah 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 that was yeah. completely improvised when he was uh when he blows up the hospital it doesn't go off the right way so he yeah. starts messing with it in a joker type fashion but it was supposed to go off as soon as he pressed the button and it yeah. didn't so he's like tapping on it like what's going on waving his hands in the air all that improvised yeah that's tight i didn't even i didn't even know that yeah yeah like to me it, it that, that's what's so cool when like I, I know that when me and Matt we talk about writing or whatnot, like we have ideas and visions. So like, 
Will we, we, you want to, you know, get into making film and just like directing? But also, I know that scripts leave so much on the table. Yeah. Um, and so, like, a lot of that's taken out. But at the same time, also, like, I, I, I like stories, man. Like I said, I like I like seeing other people's stuff. Like, I'll sit there and I'll be like, I'll listen to other things. That's why I used to think it was cool before 9-11 happened. I could go to the airport. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking 9-11 fucked up for everybody, dude. <laughs> but you could go sit there and you would see people and they'd be like, oh, hey, look, these two people are coming from Arizona. I wonder where they're going. Like, what's in their bag? What? And, you know, like, just all kinds of, like, crazy shit. You just start going through your head. And it's cool shit. It's on now. <laughs> at least that's the way it was. Was that was I that guy people watching sitting at the bar? It doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> hey, why did he leave that backpack? <laughs> like, what are they doing, Mister? You left your backpack. <laughs> why is it vibrating? <laughs> when you, when you talk about that, then I start thinking about Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> when he, he drives all the way to fucking Colorado just to give her a fucking briefcase. And then, and then it's filled with money, and then he just puts a bunch of IOUs in there. <laughs> You're talking about it's funny you say that though, because like humor or like comedies, right? They say comedies are actually what some of the hardest movies to film because like comedy is all about timing, right? It's all like, oh, you know, you may know a joke, but like you may tell it, and you're like, dude, that was stupid. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? And so, like, when you're when you're filming it, you have to go on that hope that I hope this is funny. I hope people are gonna laugh at it <laughs> because once you put it on film, it's either gonna be so terrible people are gonna hate it, or it's gonna be so terrible that people like me like it. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is a completely different movie when you grow up and you watch it <laughs> compared to when you were young and it came out. Like that whole scene where he imagines him fighting that chef. Yeah. I was like, man, I used to watch this shit when I was eight. It's fucking <laughs> Who great. Who the fuck let me watch this shit? Yeah. Like, are you talking about like how some things don't hold up anymore? Because like, no, I feel no. like there's some movies that don't hold up well, anymore. Well, it's funny because there's like a lot of movies now that it's kind of like, man, this shit's not funny. But I was like, man, I wonder if people felt that way about Adam Sandler. Because his movies, it's a lot of that like... Like cornball comedy or like, like immature comedy, yeah, the wacky stuff. And like, I'll I'll defend Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, but his other movies that when I was already old and they came out like this like trash to me, like the one where he's a twin and he plays the sister and the brother. Oh, and, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I, like, know what you're talking about. I, I wonder if I was like eight, I would think this shit was funny. What was that movie called? I don't even know. And yeah, then yeah, I don't remember that. He had one. the one with uh, oh, uh, Adam something and Jane, right? Jack and yeah, Jane, some shit like that. Jack and Jill. He had the one with Adam Samberg. I didn't think that one was funny. They, you're my boy. I like Big Daddy. Big well, Daddy, but was, no, Big but Daddy Big, was good. Big Daddy was a little less that. How do you feel about Little Nicky? <laughs> well, I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> 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 I was a fucking child. <laughs> Have you watched it recently? No, I, I haven't watched that I shit. Well, you, usually, a lot of people are like super divisive about Little Nicky. They think that shit's either hilarious or they just think it's stupid. It's not my. It probably would be my least favorite, but I liked it though. Well, I mean, I think yeah. oh, no, I think there's still funny parts. The parts where the kids are coming out and they're drunk and they're throwing up on the sidewalk. I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's like it's a bunch of kids. They're drunk. <laughs> and now I'll be like, Trey, kids should not be drinking. I was like, yeah, I wasn't supposed to either. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, oh no. So 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 Trey, I got a question for you. Will Farrell and Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler. 
are in a, in a when, fight together. <laughs> when they do serious movies, which one's the best actor? Ooh, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, or Will Ferrell. Yes. Okay, so what's a serious Will Ferrell movie? Um, Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> That was really good. And then everything must go, which was lighthearted, but he was yeah. taken seriously. Have you seen any? I haven't seen any of those. Stranger Than Fiction, I recommend. I was going to sure. say, Stranger Than Fiction is probably my favorite one of those serious roles. But I, I, I don't, I'm willing, anybody who probably listens, well, for instance, like you, AB just said, like he didn't know that there was a yeah. movie. I, a lot of people, when I say that he's done a, a serious film, everybody's like, what? Yeah. So, like, uh, I already want to cut him off <laughs> just because <laughs> like, I'm not saying that he's shitty in those movies. It's just that, like, uh, do you really think he's going to reach, like, a Robin Williams type of level? Oh, of? no, no. I would say Adam Sandler's actually done some serious roles that was, like, whoa, like, <laughs> like Uncut Gems. And then even... Uh, I love Punch Drunk Love. I think he's great in that. Yeah, that's a great movie. And then Paul, Tam- Paul Thomas Anderson is a great director, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think he's good. Um... To me, oh, and I hate the shit on Carrie, but he's done it, bad serious movies. Well, like well, I mean, number twenty three. Yeah. I don't think honestly, <laughs> number twenty three. We, not that great we talked too, about that movie yesterday, but, and they but, were trying to defend it. Yeah, I was about to say, what are y'all thoughts on that movie? Because I, well, I, dude, I, oh, uh, go ahead. I, I thought it was an okay movie. Like when I first came out, like I liked it, but I think I was having sex in the theater at that. At, uh, it was that okay, movie. but I think it the was overacted. <laughs> Both, both. <laughs> I think he was trying. It seemed like it came off like he was trying too hard, but but Jim Carrey also has gems like Man on the Moon, um, yes, Eternal uh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Truman Show, Truman Show, Truman Truman Show. Hard, Show. The, the first one I was gonna say is the first one you named. <laughs> Man on the Moon is probably my favorite Jim Carrey serious role. Yeah. Like to me, he went hard on that one. Um, and, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I feel like. And maybe I have recency bias because Uncut Gems was so good. Yeah. So I don't know, but like, so there's also go- one on Netflix with Ben Stiller and uh, their brothers. It's called like The Last or the something. And um, what's who's Rain Man? Who what's, what's that actor's name? Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman's their dad. Have y'all seen that one? It's called like The Last Meyerowitz or something like that. No, no. No, no, speak about it. It's cool. <laughs> they're brothers, and I think, like, their dad is, like, uh, he's old, so they're, they're going over there to take care of them, but they don't have a good relationship. And him and Ben Stiller, like, was a good combination. And it's funny because they've been around each other for so long, but not really been in movies together. So then they were in a dramatic movie together, and it came out. It was ben, really good. ben Stiller and who? Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler, yeah. And Dustin Hoffman's their dad. Interesting. I want to check that out. I want to go back to number 23 real quick, though, because I kind of feel the exact same way you do. <laughs> like, where I don't think it's a super shitty movie. It's not the worst movie. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the worst movie I've seen, I'm but it's super gonna rec- mid. I'm not going to recommend <laughs> like, it to anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, super hey, bro, mid. There's some fire-ass <laughs> mid. you want to see a real good movie, you got to go watch the number 23. Well, well, like, for instance, like, if I go recommend a shitty movie, I'm not going to go recommend the number 23, because I don't think it's you're not shitty. Gonna, you're not going <laughs> to offer that blunt like it's fire and be like, hey, you want some of this shit? Like. Like no, it's weed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, that, that's it's like actually nah, perfect. It's some fire. No, it's not that. No, no, For no. Sure yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. See, the, but see, what you were saying about comedies is also how it's really hard as an adult to enjoy a horror film 
because we're grown up and not a lot of shit's gonna scare us. Well, like I don't. So okay, uh, not or even secret. make us feel creepy, like creeped out. Like I know A twenty four makes a lot of movies that get that feeling out of people, but it's really hard. At least for me to enjoy a horror movie. What would they, so like horror is my favorite genre, and I honestly have quit trying to watch them to get scared. I watch them now more so because I enjoy them, and like I understand A twenty four brings a different feel, and that's what I respect about their movies. Like, and we talked about this one on the podcast before about about Hereditary, and to me the things that Hereditary is actually really good at is just giving you that sense of dread. I don't think it's honestly. I don't think or it's they scary. are just uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think it's scary. Like the people who tell me who they think it's scary are people who are like, "Oh, I don't fuck with exorcisms." Well, I don't either. But it's like <laughs> it's like that doesn't. It doesn't like, well, it's kind of like a roller coaster. You just want to feel not normal. You know, it's an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and to me, it's like, like I understand that you know Catholicism has fucked up a lot of people. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, that, that's just truth. That's not trying to oh, show anybody's belief. The, anyway. spirits, the spirits are going to come from the TV. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is the table rumbling? What's going on? Don't watch that shit in my house. Yeah, you'd be surprised, though. There's fucking people like that. Like, I can't watch, like, not me personally, but people are like, nah, I can't watch The Nun or I can't watch fucking Exorcist movies. I've dated some of these girls. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you, I remember, you'd be surprised. I remember one time my wife got mad at me because she found out I was playing Manhunt while she was asleep. I don't know if y'all remember that game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Manhunt. Why'd you Man get mad a tight game? <laughs> because it's a game where I'm literally going around killing people, and the more gruesome I do it, the better score I She's get. Probably like, what the fuck is wrong dude, with you, man? One of the coolest things yeah. in Manhunt, one of the weapons is the Who plastic is bag. Plastic bag, dude. Yeah, 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 plastic and bag. you had to sneak on people. <laughs> and the, was, the longer yeah, you hold the button, <laughs> the more gruesome kill it is, the higher score you get. The whole the whole game's a snuff film, pretty much. Yeah, I never played that. That's just tight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's made off the same Grand Theft Auto engine. Yeah, that, it's a Rockstar game. Yeah, that that was made from there, and like it was controversial because it was just a murder it simulator. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. that's all literally you, what it that's was. That's all you do. It was. Walk they couldn't release people. it in some places. Yeah. Yeah, and now you watch it and it just like looks a bunch of Man dumb polyconical guys going. Yeah. Yeah. Manhunt Two <laughs> came out also like number twenty three, so I'm just mid. Yeah, yeah, like so. First one's better than the second one. Yes, by far. Well, well, yeah, well, I think the first one came out and there was that zeitgeist of like, oh my god, I can't believe they're putting this out. They actually yeah. did this shit. Yeah, but by the time it came out, it, it was kind of like watching Hostel One. All the serial to killers were like, "This is for us." Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Finally, we got one, boys." <laughs> Representation. <laughs> how old were you when you played? Because we're around the same age. How old? How old were we? We're fucking young. So I wasn't allowed to watch Jackass films, but I was allowed to play Manhunt. That's great. So I, that's cool, yeah. I, I could play Manhunt, but I couldn't watch South Park. Yeah, bro, we were, we're yeah. fucked up. That shit's crazy. I'm going to ask my mom about that, too, because she, she used to trip out on us when we would watch Jackass. I'd be like, why, dude? But we have, like, all the Grand Theft Auto games, yeah. all the killing shit. Straight jacking people, murdering people. Well, that's what I used to thought was crazy, because, like, in my house, right? Like, oh, yeah, you can watch those horror movies with your brother, but you can't watch Beavis and Butthead. I'm like, what? Yeah, that shit's crazy. Like, why? You remember on Grand Theft Auto 3, you can pick up a prostitute and the car will shake, but when you look on the side, they're just sitting they're there. They're just sitting there, they're just yeah. Sitting they're just yeah. hopping up and down. It's like, yeah. it's so great. That's how you know you were going to grow up.
all fucked up though because we rotate the camera to see if they were actually doing something. And they're just fucking sitting there. Sitting there listening. It's like, oh man, they ain't even getting no action. It's just moving. Well, it's funny because like, okay, if you could play Grand Theft Auto now, right? And, like, you literally can walk into a strip club, get a lap dance, and then like, you're like, whoa, shit, they're actually showing, like, pasties. Oh, my God, they're showing nipples. And then, like, oh, and then all of a sudden the song's over. And, like, oh, shit. And they jack you for your money, like, in real life. And, <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, this is in the game. Shit, games came a long way, man. It's crazy. Yeah, Trey was telling me about Cyberpunk. It has, like, where you can make a huge-ass penis yeah, on, your, on your character. Well, how'd you discover that? That's what I was I was curious. Yeah, I was living vicariously. I'm speaking from small penis men everywhere. Hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Customization. Yeah. I think every game needs a dick slider. <laughs> the 2K we're talking Imagine, to you. Yeah. Imagine that shit. Just FIFA. Just hanging out of the shorts. Just <laughs> 2K. We're talking to you. Right. Well, that, well, that's we what's funny. We want that feature. Like, well, we talked about that a little bit on the D&D episode, but it's funny because, like, okay, I don't know if you guys ever played Dead or Alive, but, like, there's breast physics. Like, your girl could be standing still, all of a sudden, like, one boob flies one way and the other one goes the other way. Like, it's super, like, thing that happens. And it's like, guys, they look all manly, but there's no dick physics whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, really funny. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, they took all the boobs swinging out. I think the last one was Mortal Kombat 9. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's when Sonya went on there, and then, like... Uh, and they're like, ah, let's stop. <laughs> let's stop giving all the female characters big-ass titties. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout-out to the developers. They, fucking, they were out there. <laughs> they were out there. For real. I remember that Wild. shit, too. Dude, okay, so before, uh, we, were, we were talking a little wrestling, but then we were talking about Def Jam, Fight for New York, and Def Jam Vendetta. I love these two fucking games. <laughs> like, dude, there's, first of all, I wish they would just re-release those games. Like, I don't even care if it's a remaster. Like, I need them to re-release Def Jam, Fight for New York, specifically that one. No, you got to go buy the PS2 and buy the video <laughs> game. Yes. Go get you a red, yellow, and white cable if it didn't come with your PS2 that you bought. Exactly. <laughs> Hope your TV has those connections. <laughs> Dude, let's talk about how crazy this game was. Because, okay, so gr growing up, right, there wasn't that many games that had any, like, hip-hop influence. But this, the, these were all nothing but, like, rappers. And, like, the, the list on there is just insane. So there was Snoop, right? Snoop was, like, the main boss in the game. Well, uh, we're talking about Fight for New York. So the second Snoop Dogg's the reason I'm afraid to be thrown out of windows. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's what happens if you cannot beat Snoop Dogg. You get thrown out of windows. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> for like a game that's like 20, 30 years old. But <laughs> and all of a sudden, Fat Joe has hands and it's hard to beat. <laughs> Crack. I don't believe it. <laughs> Cap. <laughs> Sticky Fingers was in this game. Busta Rhymes was hard to beat. That's believable. Yeah, right. that is. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it is. That's believable. I see Buster Rhymes and I'm like, he fucked up Michael Myers. He can fuck me up. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that yeah, shit. That's right. <laughs> he fucked up Michael Myers. That's crazy. He was in it. Um, Meth and Red were in it. Who else was it? Oh, <laughs> for Scarface was in both. Scarface was in both. <laughs> then they man, had rando characters. Method Man and Ghostface were in both. <laughs> they had, they had just characters. random made up characters. Well, no, it's funny because they had Henry Rollins in this game too. <laughs> Henry Rollins was. Yeah, what the fuck was Henry Rollins doing in that game? I don't know. That's how I'm. 
<laughs> that's how I got introduced to Henry Rollins. Really? <laughs> I just and thought it was the weirdest thing. And then he popped up on Sons of Anarchy, and I'm like, hey, it's the motherfucker from Def Jam. <laughs> it's the guy from Def Jam. Fuck. Now he's a fucking neo-Nazi. What's going on? Well, here? it's funny because like I only remember two females in this game, and one was Little Kim, <laughs> and the other one is Carmen Electra. No matter what, <laughs> no matter what girl you picked, it was it was the boss's girl. Like the yeah, fuck type yeah, of yeah. bullshit is that? But yeah, no, it was Carmen Electra, Little Kim. Kamora Simmons and I forgot. Oh, it was Kamora. That's right. I forgot the. That, other was, that was a Russell Simmons deal. You know, he was yeah, all like, yeah. it, like his girlfriend got pissed off or something, and he was all like, well, probably his fiance at the time. Like, ah, you're always trying to do stuff. Look, girl, how about this? I'll put you in a video game. Oh, really? You do that for me? <laughs> and then the first Dev Jam had Funk Master Flakes. I don't know who the fuck asked <laughs> for, for him. <laughs> like, yeah. You know I'll, who we need? <laughs> nah, y'all know who we really need? You know who we really need? Funk Master Flakes. And somebody said, hell yeah. No, like, like I don't even want them to do a new one because like, they would put stupid shit into it. Like, I don't want DJ Academics in it. Well, I know the third one. <laughs> oh, my God. The, imagine that. The third one didn't do good. And it had oh, that was uh, Icon. Yeah. Icon. Yeah, nobody really played Icon. I never played it. That's the one they, they tried to attribute of T.I. in it. <laughs> then, like, yeah, they had other people. Nelly oh, was in it, too. Oh, T.I., Bone Crusher was invented. Oh, Bone Crusher oh, was in it, yeah. Bone Crusher was hard, too, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, David Banner was in it, too. <laughs> yeah, without his shirt, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see his Very, <laughs> very accurate to real life, David Banner. Yeah, he had that. He had the, you could clearly see his Mississippi tattoo yeah. all the way on there. Yeah. Dude, Fight for New York was legit. That game was tight. Yeah, Bone Crusher had people on bad time all the time for some reason. <laughs> the music was Ready good, too. Ready for violence. Like, uh, Def Jam 1, uh, Vendetta, uh, golly, you can think. Method Man had a song called Uh-Huh, and it's not streaming anywhere. <laughs> like, Wait. you have to, you have to you YouTube, YouTube it. it. Yeah, you have to YouTube it, and it's under some rando guy, and then, like, Hand Selector 775, and he has, like, some <laughs> three videos, and that's it. <laughs> like, it's one of those weird things. Appreciate you, Hand Selector. <laughs> yeah, Hand Selector. Appreciate you taking the time to get that audio and put it on YouTube. <laughs> Yo, dude. Because God knows the rest of us didn't want to do all that. <laughs> it's one of those, like, what is it, that Kanye song you always show me that we always laugh about? They were like, that's tight. It's that one with uh, uh, the Teriyaki Boys. What's the name of that song? <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I know what you're talking about with the Teriyaki Boys. Yeah, yeah I think it's off of, it, what's, what's, it's off one of the, is it off Tokyo Drift? Is it on the Tokyo Drift soundtrack? I, I don't think so. <laughs> he has a song. and uh, Who, Kanye? Yeah, yeah. Kanye has a song with like these Asian artists called uh, Teriyaki Boys, and it's not streaming anywhere. <laughs> the only way you can find it is on YouTube. Exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the, and the thing about it, it's a jam, too. <laughs> is it good? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like it was, it was back in the day where, like you know, Kanye was just barely coming up, and he would just like doing songs for anybody and everybody yeah. that would just give him some dough. And like one of those guys were like, "Oh, that this guy's hot. Let's, let's make a song with him." He's in the video. <laughs> it's on their, it's on their album, Serious Japanese. Oh, okay, okay, there you go. <laughs> well, and the song is called "I Still Love Her." I still love her. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And Kanye goes off. Huh? 
<laughs> yeah, like, like is that the, old yeah, school? The beat, yeah, the beat's cool. I think they probably they brought the, uh, bought that beat from him like back in the day. Whenever you know, like is nobody. he on the song? He's on the song. Yeah, he's, he's on the song. song. Yeah, yeah. He and produced he and beat. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's pretty oh, cool. so I think it was one of his old ass beats that he, he had made. And they were just like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's uh, get Kanye on it, and uh, and then hopefully in ten years, whatever, we'll put it out and. You know, hopefully he's. They all forgot. <laughs> they all forgot. They all have day jobs now. Well, like it was kind of funny because like I was, well, me being the Kanye nerd, like it's just funny if you go and look at like just different songs he's featured on. <laughs> like he's on, just on so many people's records that like, but I guess that's how you stay relevant, right? Yeah. Like other people, like <laughs> like they were joking about on like on, on Twitter the other day. They were saying how Kendrick is on a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. <laughs> and, like you know what I mean? So like that's how you stay pop, dude. Even for local artists, you know. Having a having somebody ask you to hop on their song keeps you busy, keeps you sharp. Well, yeah, it keeps you known, right? Yeah. I mean, so like uh, talking about that a little bit. How like I guess uh, just to get to know you guys a little more. How, how did you uh, how did you guys start rapping? Like was that just something y'all grew up with, or that, like was it like your hip hop story, or like you know what is it just like something that just came natural to you? Well, no, I always uh well I've always listened to a lot of genres of music, but. Growing up, mainly was rock music and hip hop, and probably around when I was in middle school, I just started, you know, flirting with writing, and then through high school, uh, I met uh, I met A B, I met Keegan, and they were doing the same thing, and so we had a little group in high school, which really didn't turn into anything, and it wasn't until about last year that I really started going at it again strong and. Within that decade, I would write, but I didn't really uh, push anything. But I've written, you know, since middle school, but it wasn't up until last year where I started really taking it seriously. Just going at it, right? Going at it, pushing hey. it, putting money into it, you know. Yeah, yeah, cultivating. Yeah, AV, you the same thing? Like, it was just kind of... Uh, a little different. I was kind of... I don't want to say I was forced into it, but I had it around me my whole life. I guess they chop put a gun to your head. Like, you know, <laughs> nah. it's a freestyle motherfucker. <laughs> nah, yeah. So my brother actually started off as like a rapper. Yeah. But yeah. he was more of a Latin artist. So he would rap in Spanish. Oh, and shit. And English. That's dope. That's so he had, a, he had his group of friends and stuff. You know, they would do this shit at the house. And then I was in elementary school. And uh, we had a, there was a store right next to Fiesta, right there off I-10. It was called Third Coast Tapes or some shit like that. I can't oh, remember Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a porn, like, fucking hole in the wall. So I still remember my first album I bought and everything, but my brother would take me there. Dude, okay, so this is the question I usually ask anybody when we talk about hip-hop with. Is there a specific album that you first heard and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I love that. Like, So now you, you mentioned it, now you have to tell me. What was it? Uh, the Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, and that was actually the first album. And I, and I fucking <laughs> bought it on accident. My brother, so he was real, like, influenced with, uh, like, the Latin scene, like SPM, mm. Lucky Luciano, all the Third Coast people. Uh, Switch a house and all of them, so that's what kind of brought me into it. And just seeing him do it, and then listening to all the shit he would listen to, Chingo Bling, all them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so he went to go buy their records, and I fucking bought the Marshall Mathers LP by accident. And then I remember hearing Cam, dude, and that shit scared me by accident. Yeah, what do you, yeah. What do you mean by accident? Like you're, so, you're getting something else? No, I had got that, and then I was walking out like to pay. I, w- I, w- I didn't go there to buy a CD. So when we were just looking around, I was like, man, this fucking cover art's really cool. And I was like, man, fuck it, I'm going to take it. I don't know who Eminem was. And oh, then we fucking okay. bought it. And yeah, went home. And my brothers were like, yeah, bro, go ahead. We had like this little CD player. We had the share CD player. Play it. 
So that, yeah, and I played it, and I had the headphones. I'm like, damn, what the fuck, dude? Shit's crazy. And then the first time I heard Kim was like, damn, I shouldn't be listening to this shit. Because I'm telling you, we weren't allowed to watch Jackass. Yeah, so yeah, I'm sitting yeah. here listening to Kim, and it was crazy. Let me but get, yeah, I was gonna say, can you imagine listening to that album for the first time, and like you, you kind of don't listen to a lot of stuff, and then you hear like you know, role model, <laughs> or like you hear like just like just different shit on that CD. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, nah, but yeah, that's how I was kind of brought into yeah. it. It was just my brother doing it, me watching, try to learn as many lyrics as I can, and J- just kind of like reading, writing, kind of like just re- yeah. researching. I didn't really start writing until I was like in seventh grade. I really yeah, started yeah. like, okay, I need to try to rhyme. So did, did Eminem like? Be, was he one of the ones that inspired you, or? Uh, yeah, but I want to say I, I didn't really. Uh, I was more inspired by him in high school, just because I was like. That's when I started understanding, like, okay, the fucking multisyllables, the different rhyme schemes, the different fucking punchlines. Okay, I can use similes and metaphors. I don't have to just rhyme. You know, that's when I kind of That's what I get nerdy about when I start reading stuff and I'm like, oh, like I still listen to lyrics. Yeah, man, like, you were talking about the screenplays, like, the creative process of it. I love that shit. Like, being in the studio, recording, writing. I love the writing process. And then actually putting it out and marketing, that's all the... Not the downside, but it's kind of the side the that I don't like. Yeah. yeah. Yo, yo Chab, so what was, is there a hip-hop album that you felt that like, oh, that, that you heard that and you're like, oh, shit, that was the first thing I heard? Or or is it more so like a rock thing for you? Because like, I grew up with a lot of rock, too. It just, uh, I don't know, I went to different avenues for different types of music. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's any hip-hop album that really just put me on, but when you, had, when you brought up rock album, I, I bought the Gorillaz album. That have feel good ink on it, and I don't know if that was the name of the album. No, it was Demon Days. No, Demon. Yeah, it was called Demon, Demon Days. Yeah, Days. that's a tight record, by the way. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a great that's album. One album that sticks out to me, where it's like that was the first CD I bought with my money, and it was like, and even then they collab with a lot of artists too. Yeah. So yeah, like was De La Soul on that one or, or that was the feel good? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and it's cool because like. They put on Dela. So, I mean, the first one had Dale the Hobo Sapien on it. You know what a, I mean? That album had MF Doom on it too, or am I? Or was that the album before? Was that the album before with Clint Eastwood? No, uh, no, Del, uh, Clint Eastwood's of Dell. I think MF is on this. Is on Demon Days. I think MF is on Demon Days. Yeah, because yeah. the second one's the, uh, which is another someone I'm obsessed with. With uh, is a uh, oh god, uh, Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse uh, produced the second album, and like. For the gorillas, yeah, oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be, I'd yeah. be listen to that. Yeah, but, but I remember Demon Days really just changed my perspective on music and what you can play with and collabs, and then the creative part where it's like it's really two guys, but they play the music like it's four characters, do the video like it's four characters. It's I, honestly when I first heard the gorillas, like that's the first time I understood narrative with a group, yeah, like. I understood that, yeah, there was two nerdy white dudes that are from, you know, England. I got it. But the cool thing is this, that they made a whole narrative around a group and then sold music that way. And then it's like, okay, well, these are obviously just two guys who are in a, you know, a flat mm-hmm. listening to, like, you know, grime records, but also listening to punk and being like, I like all this shit, too. Yeah. Like, I wish I could do something with it. And they're like, well, why don't we? You know, and, and, I, and I think that's what kind of interesting, especially when it comes to writing things. Because like 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 AB, you're talking about like writing stuff like 
I always, I always like listening or hearing the lyrical stuff or like the syllable, like syllables. I can't even talk. But like, for instance, M, like he'll go and he'll rhyme scheme like stuff right in the middle of a verse, and you're like, what? And then the payoff's not into like another verse, exactly. and you're like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh shit! And then if he makes it like. Like, uh, you know, there's some kind of catchiness, and you're like, oh, shit, that's clever. That's tight. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely an art to it. I mean, more so besides just musicality. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Sonics. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, yeah, man, just sitting there listening, like, some dudes, like, talk about, like, just upper shit. I think that's why lots of times people give Eminem, you know, they, they give him those flowers because, like, his pen is kind of underrated. You know what I mean? Yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. Well, because yeah. well, I guess we could talk about that, right? Why not? It's like I think what what's in is kind of like spitting real quick lyrics, you know, or having stuff that goes really quick, like pentameters, but then also having a feel, you know, like you have you have to have like some mood, you have to have like whatever. And I'm not trying to shit on anybody who does that. That's cool if you can give me that, and I'm into it, and that's a vibe. So like I'm I'm all into the vibe, but it's definitely it's it's certainly a different like thinking. You know, it's like, the, I guess, the difference between what they call the heads and the new kids. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I kind of, uh, I mean, I kind of respect that terminology, the fucking old heads and the new kids or whatever. Because now it's a lot of punching. And I've said this before, like, now fucking engineers and producers are saving artists. You know what I mean? Because people don't really listen to shit. It just depends on what you're listening to the music for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're certainly not going to go to everybody for every kind of thing. You yeah, know what I mean? So. It's like if you want to listen just to something just to turn up, no, that's good. But if you want to listen to something you could relate to or actually just get smarter from, it's like let's say you want to listen to Jay-Z, Jay-Z is going to teach you something. If you want to listen to M, you might get lyrically better or you just might learn stuff or you might just see stuff from a different perspective the way they rap. Yeah, yeah. And then you got J. Cole, which is like... Your every man struggle rap that you could relate to. I don't. I just. I don't know. That's. I prefer music like that. Well, typically as I got older, I like more things that are conscious. Yeah. You know. I, I was gonna say music like hip hop music and well music in general was just like movies. There's some that's just strictly for entertainment, and there's some that you know they have uh, a meaning. They have a meaning. Yeah, like that's why like when you get all these. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a. Let's say I'm. I'm not the biggest fan of the Marvel movies, but when I go watch them, I know what I'm getting. I'm not gonna go and expect, and expect fucking some, Oscar yeah. caliber acting and writing. Like I'm going to have fun, you know. Like when the Transformers movies came out, they they did horrible, like uh, critic wise. But it's like the. F- yeah, would, fucking movie, you go put big robots on the fucking screen. Well, like okay, so I got a conversation about this exact thing the other day about, but it, like about Martin Scorsese, and like because uh, like I, I was talking about mafia movies, and like to me, you know, on Mount Rush or mafia movies is you know Goodfellas, and um, but I, I feel like The Parted's really good. I feel like The Parted's like you know top five mafia movie. It should be at least, and then you know. Um, when we talked to Mikey on the podcast, he was saying he really liked Irishman, and I was like, "Man, okay. I, I, I still, I still can't watch Irishman because, like, I feel like it's like it's kind of boring to me. I, I get what they're trying to do with it, and, and and I know that's like such terrible criticism. Like, Trey, it's boring, but I mean, there's good stuff in it. There's good merits into the, it. But the, the pacing was real slow. It yes. was really long, and then I. Martin Scorsese for me is top three like directors of all time. 
so, love yeah. a bunch of his movies, but he always criticizes like this new age. Thank you. That's what I was going to speak on. So yeah. I was like, if you're going to criticize the new age, why would you spend so much money on de-aging De Niro and 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 Al Pacino instead of just getting young actors? So, so kind of relating it back to what, what we're and talking that about, shit costs millions of dollars and it sucked. It's like, yeah, well, kind of. Okay, so kind of touching what Matt was saying about like, you know, younger kids and, and you know, talking about people making music and it's all subjective. What kind of feel you want? I kind of feel like that, and we're talking about old heads. So it kind of has to be a bridging gap, right? Because like when people first started hip hop, they didn't want to hear that shit either. Right, they were like, "Oh man, we all kids were making a new music, and blah blah." And we're like, we're like forty years into this shit, and people are like still listening to hip hop. And now, like for old heads, it'd be like, "We don't want to hear the new kids." It's like, "Yo, man, you need to bridge the gap." And and no one's gonna say like, Matt, you always say that good artists, you can listen to their music, you can tell that they've listened to other shit. And and like to me, that's the thing is it's like you need to give some respect a little bit to what came before, hear that, and that helps that helps you change creatively. So that's what I was talking about earlier, like about writing, about you know researching, like exactly, you know, just kind of say it's more of a yeah, like you said, bridging the gap. And then as an artist, you gotta you have to do that research. You gotta start actually fucking tapping into different types of music. And then I, you might learn from it. Well, and, and you know, and, and somebody I was talking to recently also, they told me that, like, yeah, Trey, I, like, I do art or whatever, but I don't want to do any of this, like, fast food art. And, like, what they were saying is just, like, oh, there's artists who can go and replicate things over and over and over and, like, sell it. And that's fine. That's cool. That's what your bag is. That's cool, man. You, you go sell that shit. But, like, like you were saying, child, like, you want to be conscious. If I want to be conscious about it, I want to do something different. I want to work through a phase. And then be like, okay, what's on the next thing? What's on the next wave? You know what I mean? And like, to me, that's universal for every art. You know, like, I just saw the Escher exhibit at the Modern, uh, the Fine Arts Museum. And like, you could definitely tell he had progression. So like, he was, you know, taking, he was taking like a prince of like Tuscany. And then all of a sudden he got super into religion. And then all of a sudden he was doing like a bunch of stuff about, you know, the Bible and the fall of man. And then all of a sudden he got super into like, Design and then all of a sudden he was doing like patterns and shapes and doing geometry and then like you know he definitely was just like into different shit as he was going forward and like I think good music's like that like yeah uh, everything evolves yeah that's why you don't want to so, fall into like you don't oh, want to like, be why'd boxed you, in man why'd you make that song oh that's what they wanted to hear like no fuck what they wanted to hear <laughs> make yeah. what you want to make yeah yeah and if be, they fuck with it they fuck with it yeah be an artist and, and put out what the fuck you want to put out because in the end, like, the authenticity is always going to... You're never going to feel bad, even if it didn't go a certain way. I agree with that. But then again, I feel like you got to be... As an artist, you need to be able to bring you to the table, to whatever, anything that's offered. Yeah. Like, you just got to be able to bring you... Like, like, at the same time, okay, just because you get a trap beat doesn't mean you got to rap like a trap artist. You exactly. bring yourself You got to gotta know... Yeah, you got to know how to fucking... So, be yeah, a there's, a, there's an in-between in. where you don't really just have to sell yourself short. Brings us back to that fucking Kendrick Lamar and Taylor Swift record. Yeah, yeah, you straight do up. It. Sometimes you gotta do <laughs> yeah. it. And then it, if you're planning on being a fucking major label artist, you're gonna have those opportunities because people wanna hear you on the radio. Your label's gonna wanna push you out to the radio. So J-I- you're gonna have to fucking get on there. JID, Imagine Dragons. Oh, yeah, 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 straight up. Like, that, I mean, for instance, what I think is Kendrick does is just amazing. Like, mm-hmm. 
Good Kid, Mad City came out was a whirlwind, right, of a record. Like, almost instant classic. It is a classic. I'll say it. It's a classic. But the dude had had the whole world eating out of his hands. He could have yeah. came up and made anything. And yeah, he, can, he couldn't do no wrong at that time. Yeah, and what does that kid do? He goes and makes The Pimp a Butterfly, which is so different from Good Kid, Mad City. And then, to me, that's a classic record. And people shit on that. And I'm just like, bro, what? Yes. <laughs> I really love, I love that, album. that album. Yeah. It's just because, like, in that whole consumer, like, um, ideology is like no, nobody wants to everybody wants to hinder progression so nobody mm-hmm. wants that but to be to, honest even if they even them shitting on it it still did what it did and it still yeah. is considered what it's considered yeah, yeah yeah shitting on it is the minority yeah 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 mm-hmm. I mean it cause that's a, it's a great piece of art and just you lose fans or whatever because people don't know what the fuck they're talking about what what is that that um What's his name? Immortal Technique said. He's like, just because you sold a million uh, records, it's like there's just a million people who don't know shit. <laughs> For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I forgot about Immortal Technique. Is he still making music? I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He, he does a podcast a lot. How much right? do you think a feature would cost? He's probably <laughs> <laughs> be crazy, right? Imagine dude, Immortal Technique nowadays. That'd be tight, dude. I need to listen to him. He's rapping right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dude, talk about complex bars. Immortal Technique's totally underrated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Immortal Technique's tight, man. Y'all yeah, uh, remember that fucking I, classic song, The Dance with the Devil? Dang. Fucking seven-minute <laughs> ass song. You know what's funny about this Worth song? Worth it, though. I had, yeah, yeah, I had known about that song for a while. And then I have a cousin who shall re- shall remain unnamed. But whenever he just what's up, Hector? No, Whenever whenever he discovers something, he just feels like he was the first one. Yeah, so I remember you get those people. I remember one time I walked into my house, <laughs> and he was laying on the floor, baffled, just listening to "Dance with the Devil." Man, that was close. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you? Do? Get up off my floor! <laughs> You're like. Baffled, and I was like, I walked into my house, and he, and he was, was like, beaten off. I was like, what the fuck? Man, you gotta hear this song, bro. I was like, I know what it is. I know the ending. Get up off the floor. It's not that serious. You're, you're gonna be okay. Does that ever happen to you guys? It though? was his mom. I know. Get up off the floor. It's, it's gonna be okay. You need a hug. Has that ever happened to you though? Like you're somewhere and you hear a song and you're all like. But what the know, fuck is that? I have to hear this. What is this? Tell me this. <laughs> that's why I'm so thankful for like Shazam. Cause like I'll be somewhere randomly and I hear something and I'm like, I want to hear more of this. And then I'll decide if I like it or not later. Like at that instant, I was like, this sounds really cool. Let me Shazam it. And then I'll go back to the car or whatever and, and listen to the full thing. Bro, but, I'm bad at that. Like if I hear something somewhere, I just don't hear it. Like I can't fucking, I can't be here and then over there. You know what I mean? So I can't. A lot of people tell me that, like, they will be in a conversation, and then I'm all like, "Oh my God, what is this?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, blah blah blah," and I'm like, "I'm hearing it." Whereas some people I know, like, they'll listen to the song and they're like, "That's." I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. That, that I just heard the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You remember the days without Shazam, where you just had to live with not knowing what that song was? Yeah. How'd you sleep at night? It's like, I I almost killed myself twice. So it sucked, too, whenever you, like, wanted to go get samples or something. You're like, what the fuck was that? Where was that? What did I hear? Uh, Remember whenever you used to have to go and, like, um, record songs off the radio with a cassette tape? 
I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, well, why do you look at me? Because <laughs> you're 40. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. We had CDs back in my day. I'm not that old. Hey, Trey, you're, you remember when we didn't have to pump our own gas, Trey? You remember when popcorn was a quarter, Trey? Gee. <laughs> I bet you remember when gas was under a dollar. Ooh, I, no, I don't. Thank you. I did record. I did used to record MTV music videos because I only showed the rap videos at night. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did that a lot too. Where I'd record over other VHSs just so I could watch some music videos. What's a VHS? No, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I was, I was like, God damn, bro. <laughs> God damn, bro. Hey, you remember music videos? Now it's just ridiculousness. Yeah. <laughs> All day. Everything's <laughs> so saturated now, man. Especially in hip hop, it's crazy. But like, people still put up those videos, Who, though. Just, I just want to ask everybody: Who's watching ridiculousness out here so much that they play it all day? Like, you'd be surprised, bro. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's you, <laughs> dude. I'm sorry. A B. I'm sorry. I can't jump on ridiculous. I love Rob Deerdick, man. Like, no, I love Rob Deerdick too, and I'm glad he's successful. But I mean, I guess the concept's always been around. You know, America's. I was gonna say, I remember videos. the first time when Bob Saget was on it called America's Home Video. I guess you reinvented it. The concept's been around to the next level, bro. Put some respect on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but Rob Deerdeck had that horse girl on his show. Oh, uh, the fucking West Coast. Chick. I think they keep her on Did there he? just because people don't like her, <laughs> and people go on there just to not like her. Like what, what happened to that girl? Fucking laugh, what are, oh. yeah. Is that girl still around? Should I follow her on IG? <laughs> she raps too. Yeah, she's, she's a rapper, man. She, oh my god, she's been going down pretty bad. Has she? I haven't. I, I never. Well, no, I, she, I never got head from her. She, she always know. just has cringy stuff <laughs> going on around her. Like. Yeah, I don't know. She was trying to enter this place like, oh, I'm Chanel West Coast. And they're like, okay. Like, <laughs> Chanel West Congratulations. Coast. Congratulations. <laughs> and I remember there was a clip of her trying to work with this artist. But oh, it I turns that. out that the artist had tried to work with her. And to she produce her, off. I think. Yeah. And she gave him like a list and of people. And he was like, you remember that? <laughs> well, is it this one of these like white girls that's just famous and she try to does, tries to do things because she's she white girl? She was signed to Lil Wayne. No way, really? She was signed to Lil Wayne. Nothing came from it, obviously, but on so paper kind, she was signed. So kind of like uh, Big Sean was signed to Kanye West? <laughs> <laughs> Good music? Oh, my God. It's like, wait a minute. You're telling me this girl was on Cash Money Records? Excuse me, Young Money? Young Money, yes. Yeah. Wow. That that blows my mind. I did not know that. <laughs> Her and Little Twist. <laughs> Dang. Yo, so if either you one of them want to come on the podcast, <laughs> Big Sean. You, you know, have you heard that story about Little Twist? No, no please. So, you know that's all Raven's little brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that guy has a, a an, another brother that was on Zoe One Hundred and One. I don't know if you remember that guy. Yeah, that that's uh, the other. They're both the sister. Massey brothers. No, okay. yeah, they're the Massey brothers. Yeah. Well, little little Twiz robbed both of them and went to jail for it. Is but he like, in jail he, now? I, well, man, I know he was know in there this? for a while. How do you know this? Aggravated robbery. <laughs> I, I like that he does know this. Yeah, how do you fucking know this? It wasn't that small egg. YouTube right? rabbit holes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like for instance, I'm pretty sure if I say the net, the net, the name Jeanette McCurdy, he knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. <laughs> From my Carly. And then it turns See, out, even if he knows it, turns about. Hard, it turns out that funny. the guy who made all those shows is a creeper too. I was gonna say he's a, he, he, they they call him a closet uh, pedophile, right? Major creeper. 
yeah, some yeah. shit going on with them or what? With the well, there's just clips of them looking super uncomfortable around them. Well, the rumor is like so they rebooted iCarly right on Paramount. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, and it's like they're grown up. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the reason why Sam's not on that show is because she got traumatized by that guy. That's yeah, crazy. and he did that one, and then all the ones that came after it, like Victorious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one that, I think Ariana Grande was on a few of those. Yeah, that's where well, she Ariana it. refuses to comment about it. Yeah, so oh, smart. She don't even want to be a part of it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. but there's clips of like him just hugging on them and then being like, uh, I "He's like an older dude." Oh, he just looks like a pedophile. Well, like he was my age around a bunch of teenagers, so. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have you and a bunch of around about <laughs> I'd be like, "Yo, Trey, what the fuck are you You're doing?" You're like, "No, here? Trey, no, no, no." And then just doing side hugs, <laughs> like you're a fucking forty year old. Stop doing side hugs, weirdo. <laughs> like, what are you Nobody doing? Nobody wants to hug you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah if you didn't know, if you didn't know there was some Nick drama going on, you should. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea, man. Nickelodeon, we need answers. <laughs> For real, what's in the slime? <laughs> <laughs> what's in the slime, Nickelodeon? Do they still do the slime? I don't know, man. I haven't watched Nickelodeon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but it's white. <laughs> <laughs> it's white first. They the add green, green color. Nah, the, green, the green was offensive. Yeah. They fucking took Anjamaima off the bottle, so they had to get rid of the green yeah. slime. <laughs> Hey guys, we can't we can't keep the green slime anymore. But it looks like cum now. We're off- <laughs> it's glue. We're offend- it looks like glue now. We're offending boogers everywhere. <laughs> Dang, dude, Nickelodeon just does not hit as hard as it used to. Apparently, <sighs> yeah, it used, to, it used to be good. Uh, anyway. Cartoon Network was better though. Dude, Cartoon Network had some jams on. I used yeah. to watch Cartoon Network yeah. quite a bit. You ever just woke up to fucking the George Lopez intro in the middle of the night because you left Nickelodeon on? And be like, pop, 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 and then jumping on the trampoline. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I love that show too. Man. Three in the morning, <laughs> dude. That's yeah. great. And Nick that at night. Really Nick at show. night went down. <laughs> Yo, so yeah. <laughs> Thank you for going. It's funny that Nickelodeon was Nick at night, and then fucking Cartoon Network turned into Adult Swim, which is Adult Swim went hard too, man. The same channel, but a lot more mature content. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch Aqua Teen all the time. Stupid Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That show was ridiculous. Family Guy. That's how I got into anime. After all, like the dirty stuff. That Toonami, son. I tell you what. One of my favorite games on PlayStation was that Aqua Teen Hunger. Force uh, golf game, the zombie pro am. That's crazy. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I'm like so surprised you know what this I don't know is. They had a game. <laughs> like, of course, Matt would know the most obscure <laughs> thing. Yeah, it was a super. <laughs> it was a super weird game. It's like you're playing golf. It's uh, a super weird show. You're, you're, you're playing golf and like you hit the ball and what's my favorite? In, in order, <laughs> in order for you to get to the next where the ball is at. You're walking and then you're fighting like villains at the same time. That's crazy. I didn't know they had a video you, game. You remember that episode with the dog? Um, don't remember. The dog is they, the wiener. The wiener dog. The, the neighbor's cre- dog. Yeah. And yeah. Just, I, just, what's his name? Carl. The Carl, neighbor. Yeah. Carl, yeah, 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 yeah. Carl was the neighbor. Yeah. And he's just trying to fuck the neighbor. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Good lord. There's that another episode where Carl else. was trying to barbecue meatwad the entire episode. <laughs> Robot chicken. <laughs> Robot chicken with something else. Yeah, don't swim something else. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, so I think it's time to wrap up. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I just want to plug the Golden Rule uh, record. 
Go out and listen to it. Listen to Chop. Oh, listen really? Who's on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Chop and AB. Chop the Father, AB Ab Raps, oh, John should. Black, and Chicano Vega. And, yeah. We should get all those guys on the podcast. Yeah, well, actually, we should get them all on the show. Uh, and actually, that show should be tonight. Come to, t- come to tonight's show at 8th Wonder. Oh, snap. Tonight? What's going on tonight? <laughs> yeah, they're playing at 8th Wonder. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Come to it. <laughs> yeah, go to it tonight. <laughs> Next Friday. <laughs> no, no, no. It will be tonight. Oh, we'll it will dry- be tonight. We're, we're talking yeah. in the future. Way to go, Chop. You wow. ruined the illusion. <laughs> What's Fuck wrong with me? <laughs> anyway, well, so yeah, if man. you're listening to this on Friday, what would that be? March 24th? 25th. 25th. Oh, excuse me. 25th. You're listening to it then. Yeah, today. Excuse me. Today, Trey, duh. <laughs> March 25th, duh. Yeah, yeah. Go see all the guys at 8th Wonder, Major League Bars that's going on. It's a free show. Free show, for sure. So go check it out. All ages welcome. Y'all yeah. come check us out. Free, good craft beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah. I don't, think, I don't think the beer will be free. The, the, exact, beer, the, the beer is thing. not free. <laughs> it's a free show. The beer is not free. And yeah. I think they got the food trucks there available too. So no, well, Food's not free either. <laughs> Just so you know, yeah, food. Come, the, not free. the environment is free. Come tell Trey you'll peg him and he'll buy you a beer. Yeah, if you. <laughs> but all, uh, serious inquiries only. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, yeah, come come talk to us, whatever, yeah, we'll be out there. Um, anything else you want to plug, Matt? Nothing, your IG account, like, you're nothing you want to plug? What, my my bad child with the Yeah, because you always plug it, and, uh. Okay, shit, my, all right, I'm plugging my bad child <laughs> with the beats. IG page, follow me. <laughs> yes, follow him, please. <laughs> Golden roll, go stream it. Um, Chop, we'll go to you. Well, uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, I'll plug uh, Chop the Father on everything, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Anything we should be listening Except to? Except for Twitter, I'm Chop the Father 1, because apparently there's a Chop the Father out there. Do you want... Do you want do you fuck, really? fuck that guy. Yeah, I was gonna say, do, do we need to go after that guy? I'm Chop the Father 1. <laughs> chop the Father 1? It's like some Star Wars shit. That's too long to tie, bro. I'm not going to follow you. That's too funny. People, people are just going to message, start messaging some random guy named Chop the Father. And it's like, hey, man, I heard you on that podcast. <laughs> chop, the, chop the Father regulars, like, like some butcher. <laughs> like yeah. Working a regular regular fucking day job. <laughs> Tells his wife, like, man, this guy listened to my music. What music? <laughs> Got no idea. No, no clue. Dang. Anyway, AB, what you want to plug, guy? Uh, just my Instagram, man. I'm more I'm more on Instagram than anything else. At AB Raps. Um, I got a bunch of new music coming out. I actually got a single that I just dropped called Tell the World. I got a project coming out with Matt. Y'all need to be fucking, y'all need to stay tuned for that. That's going to be crazy. Um, yeah, man, y'all just keep fucking rocking with us. Free show tonight, and y'all pull up. Eighth Wonder Brewery, John Black, myself, Chop the Father, Chicano Vega. We're all gonna be out there. It's gonna be crazy. Um, no free beer, no free food, but the show is free. All ages welcome. Y'all pull up. Also, I heard video Steve is gonna be recording at uh, Eighth Wonder, so buy him a beer. Yeah, shout out video Steve. Buy him a beer. Y'all see Trey, ask him for a hug. He'll buy you a beer. Dang. I was gonna ask, hey, can we uh, talk about some things you guys were possibly recording? Today. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, what? When, when's that going to drop? Do we have a date or 
No. Oh, okay. No then then gonna... <laughs> But we got some shit that we did today, and it yeah, will so, drop soon. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, shout out video, Steve. They were recording. I was here when they we were doing it. So uh, that should be interesting. That should be cool, I, I think. And stream stream the Golden Rule. Yeah, go yeah go stream that. Go it's stream everywhere. That. Everywhere. Oh. Also, if you need videos done, go to Video Steve. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, he's a nice guy, um, but I mean, uh, he directs well and he cuts videos together really great. I mean, he's a cool dude. I spend some time talking to him. He's tight. If you need insurance, go to Trey. <laughs> <laughs> if you need insurance, don't talk to me. <laughs> like no, only call, only talk to me if you want to hug or get pegged. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> if you're if you're a child actor, don't work for Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, that, that. Yeah, yeah. they're not gonna protect you. Oh, one other thing that we didn't talk about that we should have brought up. Hey, R.I.P. Scott Hall. <sighs> R.I.P. Yeah. Scott Hall. Yeah. R.I.P. Man. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Sh- shout out Spindle Tap Brewery with coming out with the Razor's Edge beer yeah. before all this happened. You know, they were going to honor him before, giving him his flowers before he passed away. So yeah, shout yeah. out. We're going to sip on some of that right right now after the show. Can, can we talk about how Matt's a merchant of death? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no more pop culture beers for you. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we make it out of this podcast because Matt's here. But, yeah. He was about to start work on his Martin Scorsese beer, where we stopped that in the <laughs> middle of production. <laughs> the worst Scorsese. <laughs> like, stop. I have a Trump beer coming out. <laughs> we need to sell that everywhere. <laughs> 2024 IPA. <laughs> we gotta we gotta market that shit. Anyway. Make America hops again. Yeah. Wow. That's. <laughs> hey, we actually gotta make. Hey, we, we gotta make that happen now. I can taste it. We're going to brew it here in this. It's going to be like an orange and blonde beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Blonde beer with a hint of orange. Yeah, like, oh, dang. It's just like an orange beer with a blonde head. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, yo, I'm, I'm going to shout me up, myself out. Hit me up on all the socials everywhere. Trace them underscore 81. That's basically where I am on Twitter, Instagram. Um, that's where my Twitch is at. So, you know, hit us up there. Um, I guess that's all for right now. Talk uh, to you guys later. I think we're going to make an OnlyFans, too. Oh, am I going to make an OnlyFans now? It's going to be nothing but nipple shots and feet. Well, because you, you could just stream yourself playing video games. Oh, dang. Yeah, you <laughs> had the wrong idea, bro. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing if with you, Twitch? You should just with the OnlyFans. <laughs> My God. If you want to watch Trey playing Among Us naked, subscribe <laughs> to his OnlyFans. <laughs> if you want to watch him play clothes, go to his Twitch. Put your, <laughs> put your shirt back on, Trey. <laughs> oh, my bad. I got confused what channel I was on. <laughs> anyway, peace out, y'all. Thank you guys for coming. Peace. Peace. You just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. <laughs> oh, what a loser!